many of us have heard the famous hymn, It Is Well With Our Soul With My Soul. And it was written by a man named Horatio Spafford, who went through a great number of ordeals, tragic moments in his life in which this song was birthed. The first tragic moment was he he lost his four-year-old son. Obviously tragic to lose a child. The second was the he was affected by the great Chicago fires that happened in 1871, and um, that led him to financial ruin in, in big ways. And so he actually, leading to his third tragedy, he actually, him and his family were going to go help out D.L. Moody run some of his evangelistic campaigns in England. So um, booked him passage on a ship, um, but because of the financial ruin that he endured through the Great Chicago Fire, um, he sent his family ahead, his four daughters and his wife. On the way there, um, we understand that he, the the ship collided with another sea vessel, I guess, and we see that his four daughters perished at sea. His wife survived, and she sent a famous telegram back to, I can imagine receiving um, that telegram, but a telegram saying to Horatio, saved alone. Just two words. Um, Obviously, he's grieving, she's grieving, and so um, he hops on a boat, and he goes to, to meet his grieving wife on the way there as he is passing near or over the, the spot where his daughters had perished. He actually wrote the song, It Is Well With My Soul. Great lyrics. Um, we encourage you to look them up. But here you see a man who, through his circumstances, though they 100% were not favorable and very tragic, produced a song, a hymn about contentment and somehow experiencing joy within every circumstance. And that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today, that theme during the season of Advent of joy. Welcome to another episode of Gathering Mana. I am Scott. And I'm Carter. Thank you guys again for joining us for this episode. We have been going through Advent season. It is that time of the year that we're celebrating here in 2020. Mm, the most wonderful time of the year. Oh my gosh. And we could all use a little bit of that with mm. how this year has really turned out. Circumstances of this year have not been oh, great. Oh yeah. Yeah, we need a little Christmas. <laughs> we do. Uh, we put up our tree, no joke, I think like... A week or so before Thanksgiving. Oh wow! I usually don't like that, but this year I was like, let's, "Honey, let's get it. Do what you got to do. Like, mm. we need to find some joy this year because <laughs> yeah. it's it's been a little <laughs> bit of a rough year for for most people." Um, but you know that theme that theme of Advent is really what we've been talking about the past few episodes, and Advent meaning the the coming of, the anticipation of, and really the Advent is the Advent of. Jesus, the coming of Jesus. And so we've, we've talked about a few themes. We've talked about, um, first of all, thanksgiving and hope and how those two um, play into our past and our present and future. Thanksgiving, yeah. obviously, um, being thankful for what has been given, uh, past and present. And then, of course, hope in the future, the, the, thing, that's, the thing that will be given, uh, the hope of Christ, the hope that he is coming again. 
brilliant. And so we encourage you to check out that episode. The last episode we had, we talked about the theme of peace, which I love. I'm a peace guy. Uh, shalom, arene, those two words. Um, I just I think peace is just so um, necessary. When Jesus came back from from ra- rising from the grave, he went to his disciples and he said, "Hey, peace!" Like the first thing he says, "Be complete." Um, there's a now a non fragmented nature between us and God. It's, it's it's just such a beautiful thing. And so we we know that that is is also something really important that we focus on here in Advent. We encourage you again check out last last time's episode. Uh, but this time we are going to be talking about that theme of joy. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, the sequence of Advent is put together so brilliantly, uh, leading from 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 hope to peace to, to joy. And, uh, you know, we see that played out um, in, in the resurrection stories of Christ. You know, the disciples are, are waiting in the room. They're, they're hoping for, for Christ. He shows up, brings them peace, and then they rejoice. Mm. It's the sequence from one thing to the next, how, how our hope uh, produces peace, which produces joy within us. And so, so today, to, to look at uh, joy a little bit closer, we are going to uh, bring in uh, some really wonderful assistance from uh, the Apostle Paul. And uh, first off, we're going we're gonna to look at Philippians 4. And uh, in Philippians 4, you know, there's a very famous verse that uh, uh, athletes like to put on their eye paint. You know, it's <laughs> right. uh, um, uh, one of those so out of context. <laughs> one of those one of those verses that we put on plaques and mm-hmm. hallways. It's uh, Philippians four thirteen. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Mm-hmm. And I'll win um, that football game. Uh, yeah, Christ will give me the strength. That's to a, do that's. That. That's exactly what God is promising for us. Is no, <laughs> um, no, no, no. So, so to to put that in its proper context, I think is to put joy in its proper context. Um, in in uh, this letter to the Philippians, Paul talks about uh, the way that he um, approaches um, life, and he says, "I've I have figured it out." And and it doesn't matter what my circumstances are, mm. I will find joy. So so just back up one verse. That's all we need. One extra verse for context. Um, in verse twelve of Philippians chapter four, he says, "I have experienced times of need and times of abundance. In any and every circumstance, I have learned." The secret of contentment, whether I go satisfied or hungry, have plenty or nothing, I am able to do all things through the one who strengthens me. So putting that putting that in its proper place, I think um, how how beautiful that is. Because here's the other thing about um, what what ruffles us up in life: those things that that cause us to to stumble. Um, and, and lose sight of our joy is uh, whenever it's sometimes it's not always whenever uh, things are going poorly or mm-hmm. things are going bad, yeah. you know, that we lose sight of our joy. I've heard so many successful people talk about the height of their depression coming at the peak of their success. Mm-hmm. Right. And they, they realize, oh, I have nothing left to push for. I have, I have reached the pinnacle of 
where my skills could have taken me. Like the, the, I have gotten the most out of my potential. I've run out of potential. This is it. This is the top. And so they, they fall into depression. They get really sad. Um, and, and they lose sight of their joy. Mm. And so, so what, what Paul is saying is, is there is something even more beautiful, more beautiful than success in life. And it has nothing to do with your circumstance. It has everything to do with leaning into Christ, That's right. his peace, his hope, his love that will burden you joy. I have found the secret to contentment, whether I am going hungry or I'm satisfied, whether my circumstances are amazing or my circumstances are terrible. I can be content because of Christ. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and scripture just in general points to that fact because you have you have on the other side of it where it's really easy to slip into this trap where we believe um, happiness and joy are the same thing. Yeah, and they're they're not. Happiness is fleeting. Happiness is circumstantial. Uh, you have to create the right circumstances to experience like really happiness. It's almost a high in a lot of ways. Right. But then joy. Um, through all all circumstances, and joy is just such a it's, it's a beautiful thing. You see it um, as a gift from the Holy Spirit. It, love, joy, the second fruit of the Spirit, like the love, joy, joy is a part um, of the Christian walk, and it's something that we are able to really inherit and be filled with, and filled with joy. And through mm-hmm. the, being filled with joy, we're able to rejoice. And I think one yeah. of the coolest spots. Again, you see it in a lot of a lot of different places, but one of the coolest spots you you also see it in scripture is in Acts chapter five, and you have this moment where the the disciples are preaching the gospel. You know, go figure, they're preaching the gospel, and uh, word gets to the Sanhedrin, Jerusalem. They're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's that's not cool. Um, you're preaching that this guy Jesus is the Messiah. No, okay. So they bring him in, and they they ridicule him. And uh, they send him away for a second, and then suddenly, and I hope I don't butcher his name, uh, Gamaliel, I think it is, Um, he steps up in the Sanhedrin, he rebukes him, he says, hey, really? Come on, like, we're just going to, like, knock these guys off, per se, like, just for what they're saying. Who are we, basically? Challenges the Sanhedrin. And uh, essentially, they're like, okay, well, let's let them off the hook. But by letting them off the hook, that means let's go flog them severely. So they, they flogged the, the apostles, uh, the, the disciples, I guess, and uh, sent them on their way. They said, don't preach about Jesus um, anymore, that he is the, the Savior and the Messiah. Um, and I love, I just want to read this, this part real quick because I, I just think it's really, really beautiful. It says, the apostles left the Sanhedrin rejoicing. Mm-hmm. Because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name. And day after day, look at this, day after day in the temple courts and from house to house, they never stopped teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. So they didn't even stop them, okay? No matter what the circumstances were. And so I just love that idea that out of that experience and the circumstances that they endured Mm. through that moment, they still, regardless of what was happening, they still were filled with joy and it produced a rejoicing. Yeah. In this case, because they were considered worthy to suffer 
Yeah. For the disgracement, whatever, for, suffer for the name of Jesus. Man. And, um, and that, that theme continues to be central through the teachings of the New Testament. Absolutely. You know, Ephesians, Galatians, Philippians, all right. of these books have, have these incredibly clear pictures of this is the church's role mm. in the world now, is to right. continue the suffering of Christ to produce the joy of the salvation of Christ, right? Right. right. You know, it's, it is a continual story. Of, of redemptiveness through suffering into the joy of the Lord. Right. And it, it's not always easy. This isn't us on the mic. I don't, I don't like to suffer. Um, it's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel, you know, like who yeah. wants to just be like, you know what, I'm just, I'm just going to suffer. But at the same time, this, <laughs> this is it. And this, this produces something inside of us as a Christian. And yeah. um, there, there's a lot of different characters throughout Christianity um, different saints throughout the ages who have really um, done this well through the, through the strength of the Spirit, of course, but done this really well. And one of those people is Horatio right. Stafford and right. uh, uh, Spafford. There you go. Um, and uh, we talked a little bit about this at the beginning of the episode. We told his story a little bit, and this this is essentially what this man endured. He mm. endured a set of pressurizing type of circumstances that by all means uh really don't, didn't produce a happiness yeah at all yeah however um he still somehow was filled with joy and it was expressed through a rejo- rejoicing mm. aka in a display of the song it, it is well with my soul, my soul. Yeah, and that's going to lead us into our our quick practical step for today, um, which is is put yourself in Horatio's shoes just for a second, um, Horatio Spafford's shoes, and and look at the words of this song. I, and 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 this is uh, this is what, and a lot of you are probably feeling this way. Like you in your, in your own circumstances right now have endured some kind of suffering. You don't even have to put yourself into Horatio. Like his life was hard, right? Like he went through so much. Um, but that, I mean, I'm not going to minimize uh, your pain that you've gone through. That's something that unites us in Christ, right? Is that those scars, those scars that that we can enter into in the in the hands of Jesus, those those nail-pierced hands. And I think Horatio understood that. So here's our quick practical step. Find a version of that song that you love. Uh, personally, mine, I love Audrey Assad. Uh, so so shout out uh, to Audrey Assad, uh, who beautifully sings the song, um, It Is Well With My Soul. And then um, just, just take a look at these lyrics. Let these lyrics sink into you. You know, um, the thing about joy is, um, is that it's, it's the opposite of just receiving those... Um, what did you call them? Uh, ice cream cone compliments. That's right. Right. Yeah. That 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 melt <laughs> that are sweet for a second, but melt in your hand. Right. Mm-hmm. There's those that that'll bring you happiness. Mm-hmm. But there are certain words that you can hear that you let sink into the fabric of your being, and mm-hmm. they become part of who you are. That's right. And the joy of the Lord can be that for you. And these That's are right. those words. Those this sentiment was was in the very fabric of Horatio's soul, and it came out in these words, when peace like a river attendeth my way, 
When sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to, to know, it is well, it is well with my soul. Though Satan should buffet, though trials should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ has regardless regarded my helpless estate and hath shed his own blood for my soul. My sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought. My sin, not in part, but the whole, is nailed to the cross and I bear it no more. Mm. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, oh, my soul. For me, be it Christ, be it Christ, hence to live. If Jordan above me shall roll, no pang shall be mine. For in death as in life, thou wilt whisper thy peace to my soul. Mm. And it continues and, and it ends like this. And Lord, haste the day when the faith shall be sight. Yes. The clouds be rolled back as a scroll. The trump shall resound and the Lord shall descend a song in the night, oh, my soul. That song is a reflection of a faith that was built into, into knowing that circumstances do not dictate our joy. Mm. Um, it is well. It is well with my soul. Mm. Um, and so... Find a version. Find find if you know if it's Hillsong, it's Hillsong. If it's Audrey Assad, um, find somebody that you that you really love to hear. Sing that song. It might be Elvis Presley. I think he has a version, right? He's got to. Right? I don't He's even. I was about to try to mimic that, but Maybe, uh, <laughs> I better not. <laughs> Maybe Dolly. I'm sure Dolly oh, has done please, it at some yes. point. Oh yeah. Uh, if yeah. y'all find an amazing version, especially a version that yeah, post the link. Yeah, like post seriously, the post the link. Uh, comment like. Let us know because we want to make a roster of all the different takes of It Is Well With My Soul, you know? Yeah. Especially if there's like a really upbeat version. I've never heard an upbeat version. It's usually just like mm. um, like there's a good pace about it, a good yeah. pace about the song. But like I'm talking like really upbeat where yeah. you're like, I could dance to that. <laughs> like, I need like a honky-tonk oh, two-step yes. version. We're West Texans, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, thank you for. I, I hope that you guys uh, really, really take this in and uh, and allow this song to form you. Uh, allow the joy of the Lord to be your strength. Mm -hmm. Allow the joy of the Lord to push you forward. Take that next step. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I pray that Jesus, Jesus, overwhelms you with His hope and His peace and His glory and restores your soul with the joy of your salvation. Uh, and with that, uh, remember to get outside your tent today. This has been Gathering Mana. For more content like today's episode, like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram or subscribe to our YouTube channel. For content on the go, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcasting platform. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or drop a comment on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Thanks for joining us. God bless you. And we hope that you'll be mobilized to get outside of your tent today.